This is your Yahoo Finance Market Watch. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. News. This is Yahoo Finance Daily, a daily update on the top business, finance, and stock market news from around the world. Let's jump into today's stories. First quarter earnings season ramps up this week, with several closely watched technology companies set to report results. This week's economic data reports will be relatively light, and members of the Federal Open Market Committee will enter their quiet period before their next meeting and monetary policy decision at the end of the month. So far, corporate earnings have exceeded Wall Street's already elevated expectations. Last week's reports were dominated by the big banks, with J.P. Morgan Chase, Goldman Sachs, and Morgan Stanley each reporting record results as strong stock and bond trading demand and rising interest rates boosted results. Heading into last week, FactSet estimated that S&P 500 companies would report aggregate earnings per share growth of 28% for the first quarter, for the biggest jump in more than a decade. Of the handful of S&P 500 companies that reported results last week, none issued negative earnings per share guidance for the second quarter, while five offered positive guidance, according to FactSet's John Butters. This week, some of the major technology companies will post results. For 2021 to date, tech stocks cooled their gains after last year's rally, in a reversal from these stocks' leadership in 2020. Traders rotated away from the high-growth names that already saw strong run-ups last year, turning instead to cyclical and value stocks that might start to see some upside as the economy recovers. Through Friday's close, the energy, financials, materials, and real estate sectors were the top performers in the S&P 500. Netflix and Snap will be among the major names reporting results this week. The former especially has become synonymous with the stay-at-home trade or the cohort of stocks that have benefited from consumers spending more time indoors during the pandemic, and which might be at risk for some slowing momentum once more areas of the economy reopen. Our data points indicate solid, if not spectacular, demand for the service though we see increased near-term risk from pandemic reopenings and recent price increases, Raymond James analyst Aaron Kessler wrote in a note Friday. While we continue to view Netflix as a long-term winner in the video-on-demand space, we remain hesitant around near-term factors including 1. Risk to the pace of subscriber additions post-pandemic, 2. The pandemic's effects on content releases into 2021, and 3 the impact of price releases on subscriber retention, especially given scaling of competing direct-to-consumer services, most of which are priced at a discount to Netflix, Kessler added. Disney, for instance, recently raised its U.S. prices for Disney+, Plus, one of the most formidable streaming competitors to Netflix, to $7.99 per month, 
But even after the price hike, the service remains cheaper than the $13.99 per month for Netflix's most popular standard streaming plan. And Disney Plus topped 100 million subscribers as of early March, ballooning to about half of Netflix's more than 200 million subscribers within a year and a half of launch. Netflix's own subscriber guidance for its first quarter results assumes a sharp slowdown in growth compared to the same period last year, when the start of COVID-19 lockdowns helped fuel a surge in signups. The company said it expected to see 6 million new subscribers for the first quarter of 2021, compared to the quarterly record of 15.8 million new-paying users added in the first three months of last year. While tough comps have kept Netflix in check, we think their passing will refocus investors on the new plateau in streaming and the emerging FCF, or free cash flow, and capital return story, BMO Capital Markets analyst Daniel Salmon wrote in a note Friday. According to Bloomberg data, consensus analysts expect Netflix to post gap earnings of $297 per share on revenue of $7.13 billion for the first quarter, representing top-line growth of 24% year-over-year. 33 analysts rated Netflix stock as a buy, while 7 rated it as hold and 5 as sell. Netflix shares have risen 0.5% for the year-to-date, following a 67% jump in 2020. Snap For social media company Snap, the impact of the economic reopening on the company's stock is equivocal. Though Snapchat's usage got a boost with users staying inside on their devices during the pandemic, the company's operating results also stand to benefit from a pickup in advertising spending and live events that would require marketing. Taken together, Wall Street is still expecting to see another strong quarter for Snap, albeit with some possible slowing momentum compared to 2020. Revenue is expected to grow 60% year-over-year to $742.13 million, slowing only slightly from the 62% rate in the fourth quarter of last year which had marked Snap's biggest sales jump since going public in 2017. And daily active users are expected to grow another 20% to 275.3 million after going by the same margin in the first quarter of last year. According to Cowan analyst John Blackledge, some of the key drivers of Snap's first quarter results will be persistently strong user growth and ramping direct response advertising which is centered on engagement and has helped drive higher pricing for Snap's ad business. Blackledge rates the stock as outperformed with a price target of $88, implying additional upside of more than 40%. Per our most recent ad buyer survey, Snap is benefiting from increased auction pricing and strong interest in its direct response offering, Blackledge wrote in a note released on April 15th. We expect daily active users to grow 7% annually, 21 to 26 coupled with rising advertising monetization of the platform, to drive revenue growth and higher incremental margins over time. To see the full economic calendar for this week, visit yahoofinance.com. For more live coverage of business, finance, and stock market news, please visit yahoofinance.com. We'll be back tomorrow morning with your daily update. So until then, thanks for listening. Spoken Layer. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more— 
and they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.